Radio 680 WPTF. This is making your home great. On this radio show, you get an opportunity to quiz Tim Ferruzzi about any f- project you're thinking about or you're thinking about hiring somebody for. Uh, and we talk about specific topics, but you interrupt us with whatever is going on at your house. Uh, and today we're going to talk about gutters. Afternoon, Tim. Hey. Hey. But, you know, we are going to talk about gutters, but as you just said, yeah. if anybody's got questions on anything home re- home improvement related, roofing, uh, buildings of any kind, uh, feel free to call in and we'll see if we can answer it for you. Tim is happy to also talk to you about projects that maybe, you know, he doesn't do or, or you're, you're, you're not planning to hire somebody. You're just, you're thinking, well, I'm going to do this thing. And what problems am I going to run into? Because Tim's got a lot of experience doing things but tim ferruzzi is also handy helpers and highland residential roofing uh anything from residential to commercial roofing go ahead and ask the question uh anything from the basement to the attic and even up to the roof to go ahead and call uh 919-860-9783 uh the plan there there's no second hour guests so it's just tim and i and you uh, today, we're talking gutters, but next week, Brent from O.C. Taylor, you just heard him on the radio, uh, Brent Taylor from O.C. Taylor Smart Exterior Solutions, and next week and the week uh, after, you're bringing what to the table here? Well, uh, next week, we're going to talk about preventive maintenance, mm-hmm. what things you can do on your home to save money. Yeah. Um, crawl spaces will be the following week, which will be July 29th. Yeah. And then uh, on August 5th, we're going to talk about plumbing and water heaters. What's funny is I can't actually have you to my house to look at anything because I've let some preventive maintenance things go. I I honestly have. I've I've. You're just like everybody else. You're going to walk in. You're going to say, Dave, you should have painted this, you know, before. And that's true. And before we get into gutters, gosh, that sounds wrong. Uh, Nancy in Raleigh wants to talk about household renovations. Hi, Nancy. Thank you. Hi, thanks for being on here to help us out. You're welcome. What's up? Well, I don't like my existing porcelain tile in my kitchen. Mm -hmm. I would like a darker color that doesn't show dirt. And I'm wondering if there's any kind of a product available that I could just paint over the existing tile rather than have to have the porcelain tile torn up and replaced. Wow. Is this on your floor? Yes, it's on the floor. Yeah. Um, you know, there are some so-called uh, products out there that do that. I've never used one. And there's kind of step back a second. There's people that also will come in and do things like that to your bathtub or to your bathroom uh, wall tiles. And I think they'll also do it to your floor tiles. But I've not seen that to be as successful as um, as you might want it to be. Porcelain is a, a, a product that I think um, is, is a, a high-end product, mm-hmm. and I don't think you're going to have any success with that. Which room is this in, Nancy? This is in the kitchen. Yeah. A lot of, lot of traffic. Um, yeah, I don't know of anything out there that, that would uh, work, Nancy. They make the tile to be non-porous. If something uh-huh. is non-porous, yeah. it's hard to paint. Yeah. Uh, am I all I correct lie? on that? And a lot of times the and, and some of the uh, the the porcelain stuff I think is is uh-huh. color through as well. Right. So oh, really? it's yeah. actually a, a step up from the 
ceramic type products. So um, I think well, even even with ceramic, you'd have a hard time uh, accomplishing even if that. Ceramic. Okay. Yep. Well, let me ask you this: uh, In the event I ever decided to sell my house and I wanted to do something that just looked nice and I didn't have to worry about it lasting a long time, I could do it for an application like that, right? Yeah, I think that <laughs> might hurt. I think that might hurt you uh, in your resale value, Nancy, because an inspector is going to pick up on that and. Um, I think you might be opening up a big can of worms. You'd probably be better off staying with your floor the way it is or just tearing it all up and doing it again. Or maybe having some in, someone come in and clean the existing tile. Yes, ma'am. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you very much. That helps me think through this. Yep. Thank you, Nancy. There was a contractor who was in the studio mm-hmm. and said something I don't think that he meant to say, and I'm not going to mm-hmm. say who it was, mm-hmm. but he did say that a good portion of my business is from real estate people who call up or who refer them, mm-hmm. you know, the homeowner to real estate. And what it is is a temporary fix. Yeah. And I'm not going to tell even the area of work, but the, the idea was we're going to sell this. We need it to look sharp, but, you know, we don't really need it to last mm-hmm. 10 years. And, I, you know, there, there's a significant portion of that. I've got Beverly in Chapel Hill. Hi, Beverly. Welcome to the program. How you doing? I'm doing fine, but I did something by accident very bad. Yeah, what'd you do? I accidentally spilled bleach on my carpet. Oh, yeah. Bleach on the carpet. Well, they uh-huh. they used to. I'm not sure if they do now. I'm sure they you, they have it. I just haven't seen it lately that you can dye carpet, or you used to be able to do that. Now I'm not sure if the products have changed. I'm talking 25 years ago. Yeah, that was a very prevalent uh, process. But uh, other than other than trying to dye that, um, if you've got a patch of the carpet, um, a piece of it maybe in a closet or somewhere, you could come in and cut that section out and and this semen is not my house. I rent it. Mm-hmm. You rent the house. Well, that's fine. I mean, Beverly, you know, sometimes people, you know, we all make mistakes. Have right. you talked to the landlord or landlady about this? Uh, no, I'm not well, scared to. Well, let me tell you that, that, that Tim is exactly right, and carpet people are really magicians. Let me tell you that I had a dog <laughs> who chewed up. You know how uh, uh, the, you go the stairs as you right. come in, you know, uh, upstairs, chewed up a big chunk off it, a two-by-three <laughs> two area, okay? Right. I hired a carpet person. I said, what I need you to do is go to an upstairs closet, and uh-huh. it was the same carpet. Cut it off. They cut that area off, and even uh-huh. though it was an obvious high-traffic area, it has right. very well held up. They sew it in. And you don't know it's been patched. Well, I'll think about that. Um, I'm in my seventh year of uh, renting this home, yeah. so they probably will automatically replace the carpet when I leave because I've been here so long. Mm-hmm. Well, Beverly, do you plan to leave? Is that what, what we're talking about? I mean, maybe they would do this for you just because you're such a good tenant. <laughs> well, I certainly will try because... Um, there's nothing I've, you know, I can't soap it out. I can't. Yeah. No, you can't. I can't do anything with it. Beverly, were you covering up a crime when this uh, spilling <laughs> of bleach happened? No. No, I, you weren't. But, okay. <laughs> no, when I came home with the bleach, 
I set it on a lid. Yes. You know, and then it just fell over, and of course the top fell off of it. Oh, and then okay. there, there we go. Yep. All right, <laughs> Beverly, talk to them the way you've talked to us, and I'm sure they're going to forgive you. They really will. Well. I will give it a try, and thank you. All right. All right good good luck. luck, Beverly. Thank, thank you very you. much. Uh, we'll get to go. You know where that, that idea that I mentioned wouldn't that? work as far as mending yeah. carpet? Where? Is if it's an old carpet, and you try to re-seam it, and you've yeah. got a, a piece that hasn't been used as much. That was yeah, that, you're away. right. That's not going to do well. No, you're right. The color's going to be wrong, right? The, well, the color, the wrong. texture, everything. Yeah. yeah. The wear and tear. Absolutely right. Call us up if you've got, obviously there's a yin and yang going on here. Uh, You'll get expert advice from Tim and then you'll get advice from me. Okay, which, you know, what can I say? Mine is worth what you you pay. Uh, 919-860-9783. We are going to talk about gutters and how they're important in just a couple of minutes. Uh, Less than, of course, your call. I don't know. You could delay us another 15 minutes, but we've got the day between now and four uh, to get to everything to talk to, uh, talk about here on Making Your Home Great. Tim Ferruzzi, David Alexander, News Radio 680, WPTF. News Radio 680 WPTF, Making Your Home Great, is our radio show. We can't do it from here, but if you call up, we can help. 919-860-9783, AccuWeather forecast, a possibility of an afternoon thunderstorm or two with a high temperature very near where we are right now. Overnight low 72, uh, chance of an under th- uh, thunderstorm that is tomorrow and a high near 88 85 for Monday. It is 91 degrees with a real feel of 94. News Radio 680. That's cooler than it's been the last three or four days. It is cooler, but I don't... Yesterday and the day before was atrocious. When I finished work in an air-conditioned building yesterday Mm -hmm. and walked outside... Slapped you in the face, didn't it? I wanted to turn around and go back, except there was nothing but work behind me. Yeah. So, you know, you're absolutely right. But still, it does feel a little hot. You know, I don't you know it's hot when you let your dog out and uh, and the dog doesn't want to go out the door. <laughs> I had a cat do that. Yeah. I can't do that today. Open the door. Cat puts a head out the window or the door <laughs> and looks around like, and I, I'll go pee later, you know. <laughs> That's basically the cat's idea. Well, we're so, going to talk about gutters today, yeah, but if anybody it. has questions about anything else, yeah. call us at 919-860-9783 on the air here. All right, good. So, gutters. What do we, uh, You know, gutters. You either got them or you don't. Are yep. they all the same? Well, I went out to a client's house this week. We put a roof on his house uh, two years ago, Yeah, and he lives in Creedmoor, and he's got a few gutter issues, and... Um, He's got five-inch gutters, and they're just not doing the job. He lives mm-hmm. in a average-sized house, and he's got a steep roof. Mm-hmm. So he's going to have us take those off. They've been up there since the house was built, I believe, mm-hmm. maybe 20 years and maybe less, 15. And we're going to be putting in six-inch gutters on his house. Why would he need six-inch? Well, it, it, does it have to do with the peak, pitch of the roof? Uh, well, or where he is, he's actually he's actually just taking it a step further and making sure he doesn't have any problems. You could probably yeah. go back with five inch, but what he's having is issues with 
He doesn't clean them out enough. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's got lots of trees. Water's running behind the gutters. Water's running on top of, you know, over uh-huh. the front of the gutters. And um, I, I just told him, I said, look, if you do six-inch gutters, you're gonna, you know you're going to be good. You're still going to yeah. have to get the, sh- the gutters cleaned yeah. three, four, five times a year. Mm-hmm. We need to put gutter guards maybe in one or two locations. I wouldn't do it on his whole house because I think that could actually be and, – and gutter guards are good, but yeah. sometimes – they can be more of a bottleneck than than good, so you have to be careful. And certain gutter guards are better than others. But so in his case, we're only going to be putting gutter guards uh, of 170 feet of gutter on his home and 11 downspouts. So I think we're going to put um, uh, maybe 50 feet or 30 feet worth of gutter guard, and mm-hmm. the rest of it is going to. And he's just going to clean it out. Yeah. The nice thing with a six inch is it's wider and yeah. deeper. Yeah. So you're not just getting an inch. Uh, say, for instance, and I don't know the exact measurements, when we when we use the coil in a roll right. to make the, to run through our machine to make the 5-inch gutter, mm-hmm. that's a certain uh, width, and I don't remember what that is offhand here. Yeah. The 6-inch actually is about 2.5, more metal on the coil as far as the width. Right. So you're not just getting an inch. It, it's almost... Uh, Exponential in ways. In in speaking just cubically. Right. In in general terms, if we were talking about a bathtub or something that was made to hold water, mm-hmm. you're it's talking about a lot a more. double more than double the amount of not not water. quite, but a lot. Okay. A okay. lot more. And uh the the other advantage of it is the gutters are going to sweep out a little bit better when he does get a rain, mm-hmm. the debris will sweep out better because it is a wider gutter, so uh, clogs won't happen as quickly in most cases. How about the downspouts? The Did downspouts, you tell me the downspouts are standard? You can't it, do anything about yeah, that? His downspouts are 2-inch by 3-inch, which are the old version uh, that everybody was using back when. Yeah. Now when you put up a 5-inch gutter, uh-huh. you're usually using the 3-inch by 4-inch downspout. The 3-inch by 4-inch downspout was historically or always has been historically related to the 6-inch gutter. You would use a 3-inch Mm-hmm. A 4-inch downspout by whatever length it is with a 6-inch downspout. But years ago, maybe 6, 7 years ago, 10 years ago, people started using the 3-4 downspout with the 5-inch gutters too. And that's a good thing, but they are a little larger. It looks a little a little unusual. That's helped in, in some of the scenarios, but um, he had the undersized, the 2 by 3s with the 5-inch gutter. Right. So you could tell it was a 15-year-old system. And I'll give you a quick example of another scenario. On my house, and yeah. I'm in the business 30 years here, I put five-inch gutter on my house nine years ago, mm-hmm. eight years ago, something like that. I just took it all off and replaced it in January with six-inch. Okay. And and that's and, – and, and, you know, you hate to do that because it's – what I, I would consider that still fairly new gutter. Mm-hmm. But I saw issues, um, so I just took it all off and replaced it. With six inch. My neighbor pointed out, he says, you know, it rained yesterday. So, yeah. You know, you still got water dripping out of your, your downspout? Mm-hmm. I say, yeah, what, what could that possibly mean? He says, well, you got to clean out your downspout. Yeah. I got crud in my downspout. You got to clean out your gutters. He, he yeah. said, you know, yeah. it happens to a fella, you know, d- d- my age. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to do that. Yeah. But you get crud in your downspot. You got to you got to make sure or you got to hire somebody to come out and do it. Maybe right. the guy that does the yard work. That's one thing I think these guys that do the yard work, all these 
guys running around town. Yeah, yeah. They should get into that business because it's just hand in hand. When you mow the yard, uh, yep. No, or you're, you're right. doing year-round service, offer that three or four times a year to the client uh, as an added bonus yep. for a, a good price and, and, and get it taken care of. That's interesting because, you know, I do think that way and you think that way. You look at somebody saying, well, he's doing landscaping, mm-hmm. but that's it. That's all he does. Yep. That doesn't. Well, some of them don't want to get on ladders, so that's well, okay. That's rightful understanding. <laughs> I don't blame them. Yeah. Um, but you know, back up in Yankee Land, the people who mow lawns or who do yard maintenance, mm-hmm. they generally have a blade on the front of their truck six months of the right, year. Right. Right. Well, you know, they're, they're you know they're they're snowplow guys, and then they're whatever. So, all right. Yeah. If you want to ask a question, whether it's about gutters or anything else, nine one nine eight six zero. 9783-919-860-9783. Now, I'm going to invite you to trash a product that's commercially available. I'm not going to go by name. I'm just mm-hmm. asking you. Mm-hmm. If I go into my home improvement store and buy that stuff that's just right off the shelf, well, it's a gutter, isn't it? Don't. Yes, but um, we do seamless gutters, so we actually take, we buy the raw material. Yeah. Any color you want. There's okay. probably 100 choices in color between yeah. manufacturers. We can even do copper. We can even do old galvanized metal like most gutters were done mm-hmm. years ago. Most of them now are aluminum. So there are no seams. It's seamless. The only place there's a seam is at the corners, the inside corners or the outside corners. Well, how, I mean, how wide can you make a seamless gutter? Oh, we can run, uh, we can run hundreds of feet. Really? Oh, yeah. Your trucks must be huge. Well, it's a no, it's, it's rolled a, up it's a machine. Way. Okay, it's a machine. So we have these <laughs> we have these leaders. So yeah. as long as you have enough men, we yeah. could we could do 150, 200 feet easy as long as the roll is. You know, when people have said seamless gutters, I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. It never occurred to me that you actually can make you know, yep. 25, 50 foot oh, yeah. section that we has it, no it's connection. custom made to fit okay. your home. We measure right. every. Every fascia board, and it's made to fit at your home on site. The other thing, we don't use spikes anymore. You know, the old nails that yeah. – uh, So if you've still got spikes and you still have two-by-three downspouts, yeah. you might want to give us a call. Um, How would I know? Well, you can see the spike. You'll see – if you've got spikes, you'll see them because you'll see the head of the nail kind of sticking out of the gutter every every three feet, and they probably yeah. are backing out and – Falling out and probably got a hole there where one fell out completely. Is it like one big nail, a it larger is. It's a spike, it's, and it goes straight through both pieces of metal yes. and, and then into yes. your house? Yes, yes. Well, and that was the old way of doing it. Now we use a suspended hanger, a hidden hanger. Yeah, and it's on the inside of the gutter, and it uses screws to go in the fascia rather than nails. So okay. screws don't back out um, like nails do. All right. Well, we all know houses where the the gutters just take away from the look of the house but we're also going to when you have trees growing out of oh sure (laughs) well i've done that that's me i had a guy call me the other day yeah a tree growing out of mine well you know that's time time to do preventative maintenance which is next week but still that's you know you got to do that there's also a really practical set of reasons to have good gutters on your house we'll talk about that with tim in just a bit and with you about anything else you want to talk about about your house, making your home great. This is News Radio 680 WPTF. We are here until four for you on News Radio 680 WPTF. Time for news. 
News Radio 680 WPTF AccuWeather forecast. Sunshine clouds and an afternoon thunderstorm or two. A high near 93, overnight low 72, with a chance of a thunderstorm in spots. Sunday, high only up to 88. Monday, a high near 85. That's not bad. We're dancing through between 89 and 96 during the week. And it's an up and down, up and down. 91 degrees at this moment. Real Field 94. News Radio 680 WPTF. Dave Alexander from Making Your Home Great and Tim Ferruzzi from Making Your Home Great and Handy Helpers Highland Residential Roofing. The websites are handyhelpers.com, handyhelpers.com, and highlandroofingnc.com. And the telephone number during the week is 919, well, you could call now, uh, 919-676-5969 if you have any questions. Now you want to hear from Tim? Call 919-860-9783, We're talking gutters. Why? Why are we putting gutters on our houses? Well, gutters are so important. You know, back in the day, and when I say that, I'm talking 30, 1930s, 1940s, 1950s. All right. All houses had gutters. Yeah. From what I have seen in the homes from that era. Okay. Um, and they started taking them off, you know, and then they're building houses in the 70s and 80s. Mm-hmm. And, and people just didn't like the idea of having to clean out the gutters. And okay. And so they started taking them off pretty heavily in the 90s. Danny from Durham has got a question about gutters, so the, let's uh, slide him in here. Danny, how are you? Welcome. Doing great. Listen, uh, I've got gutters on my house already. Yeah. Uh, I've got, I'm have got. i in a mobile home, and uh, unbeknownst to me, uh, when I had to do some, some work, uh, I found out I had two-by-twos up there instead of four-by-fours. Right. Or two-by-fours, excuse me. But anyway, I've got gutters up there now. And when they were installed, they were not, uh, the, the angle was not great enough. Uh, I'm assuming simply because, boy, I, I mean, the water goes everywhere, as you said, where it's supposed to go. I went to the point where I've taken the ends of the dadgum gutters off, and it still it still doesn't do it. Even though I'm cleaning them out, we got those little pin oaks, that sort of thing around there. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, do you guys have just a per-foot price that you charge for just ripping those suckers off and coming back in. And, uh, again, I'm dealing with two-by-two two roofing, or two-by-two two, uh, studs that you're going to have to, or uh, uh, roofing things that you're going to have to nail with, or would you go back in there and put something underneath that to have something more substantial to nail to? How would you handle that, and what would it per foot cost me? Well, pricing I can't really do um – I can't really say that because there's so many variables. I have people call me occasionally and ask me that question, but there's so many different things that go on in installing gutters. We don't we don't price it that way. We come out and take a look at the job and give you a price based on the project. As far as um, your, are you in a single wide or a double wide? Double wide. It's okay. Just your front. I don't have any problems with the back. It's yeah. The front is great. Yeah. So. You know, the, you're right. They are the the rafters are two by twos, and uh, I'm not sure what they use for fascias. We've actually installed gutters on on single wides, which is a little different scenario than yours. 
Um, we have to be more creative, and then also on on double wides as well. I don't think we've we've had many issues mounting them. Um, now, the thing you talked about earlier, did you say that you're having water not go in the gutters? Well, it, it, well, it goes behind the gutter, yeah, and then it goes. Then the, when it gets in the gutters, it's not draining like it should. Yeah. So the as far as the part where you're saying that water's not going into the gutters. And how old is your place, by the way? Uh, 97. 97, so 20 years now. Um, yeah, you might need a new set of gutters on, a, on the front there that you're talking about. But when you have those scenarios where water doesn't run into the, the gutter, it runs behind it, sometimes the, the drip edge or the face trim under the roof isn't sitting into the back of the gutter the way it should, so that way water can run behind it. So I see that with mobile homes um, often where the quality wasn't done well and you just can add a strip, either a piece of vinyl or aluminum, uh, you know, to tuck under that drip edge and then to go into the back of the gutter. That way water can't get behind the gutter. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir. I absolutely do. Yeah. And um, so that would solve that issue. But as far as your draining issue, you know, there's a chance that we could come in and just uh, – raise it up but again if it's 20 years old you might consider just replacing it's probably like a uh, an 027 gauge or maybe even thinner and um, over time those things just get worn out but um, I'd be happy to you know we don't charge for estimates be happy to come take a look at it or you can call another guttered company and have them come take a look at it most of the, most of the guys don't charge for estimates and 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 give you a price on what it's going to take Okay, that'd be great. I'd like to do that. Yep. Uh, if you want, if you want to just uh, leave, uh, I can stay on the phone and let the young lady take my address. And sure, that'd be, that'd be great. great. Yeah, and I'll be in touch. All right, we'll do Thank that. You. Thank you All very right. much, Danny. I appreciate it. Now, Thank you. He's got a flat roof, and he needs gutters. No, he's got a low pitch roof. Mobile, okay. Most mobile homes have, you know, pitches that are like uh, three and a half to four twelve pitches. Uh huh. So the roof is really not the issue. It's just the gutter. Uh, itself and it sounds like it doesn't have a very good um, pitch on it on, okay. the, on the gutter itself so he's not getting drainage all right i am trying to uh, find a picture of the brady house the you know mm-hmm. the the mm-hmm. tv family mm-hmm. brady's and i think i have well, i think we all remember it don't we yeah bob but <laughs> the problem is when i see the house it's a it, split level if i'm it? happy yeah it is split level. It, it, it's like yeah ranch on one side and uh, double all right yeah um, every time I see it, I either think ba 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 da ba ba ba. But if I'm happy, it's ba da ba ba da ba da ba. Anyway, it looks like it has gutters. Now our, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. next time we see the show, it's hard to find a picture of something like that mm-hmm. that's iconic that hasn't been updated. But at some point. People stopped putting so on the, gutters. So they, what did they find? Well, so they were taking them off pretty heavily in the 90s because they felt like they were more of a nuisance than than a uh, an asset. Yeah. And um, now they're all putting them back up. Yeah. And builders are being forced to put them up. But what I've noticed is that builders, uh, not all builders, but some builders, if they even put them up, they're putting them up minimally, like in just one or two or three locations mm-hmm. and avoiding the other ones just so they can save money. When you really, say a whole, a whole house, yeah. every house that's built should have gutters. And my house is a rectangle. And that's a 98% statement. I mean, there's some yeah. exceptions. If there's a architectural scenario where it just is not feasible and you've got some other things that are working for the house, right? 
so be it. But my house is a simple rectangle, so mm-hmm. they put up you know the simple you know one mm-hmm. on the front, one on the back. Mm-hmm. Um, when they get into fancy things, is that what you say that some builders are not putting no, gutters up? It's no, not because of no difficulty in labor. It's no. it's saving money. Saving money. Saving money. All right, long term. What's and, my problem? And what that costs the homeowner is thousands of dollars. Because why? What? Well, because their their facade, their exterior of their home mm-hmm. is is getting water damage. Okay, water's coming in windows. Water's coming in around doors. Yep. Water's going under your concrete slab if you're on a slab home. Yeah. Water's coming in your crawl space if you're on a crawl space, and all that adds up to problems. You know, water's the best thing in the world. We need water to live, right? Sure, yeah, yeah, and we yeah. we need water to do what we do, but too much water and water in the wrong location will drown us. Well, it'll do the same thing to our house. And yeah. you just can't, you've got to control the water. And and and, and I guess we'll, you want to go into that? I yeah. do, because, I, because there are thousands well, of people, as you know, who either don't, don't have understand. gutters, yeah. the gutters have fallen off, and they yeah. say, well, you know what, did I need that to any way? Uh, and by the way, let's let's answer a question you asked earlier yeah. before we took a break about the box stores gutters. If you see those vinyl snap in gutters, yes, that, don't buy those. Yeah, you, you might put it on a put it on a storage shed if, yeah. if 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 even that. Yeah, that's just you're wasting your money. Buy a bunch of them and put give the kids some marbles and let them build a yes, roller coaster a racetrack, racetrack for it because it's not worth it's for not, water. It's not. It's it's it'll actually cause you more problems. And and I speak. To most scenarios, I'm, I'm sure there's some exceptions to the rule. Yeah, but those aren't good because they're not deep enough, uh-huh. and the way they mount and and the whole. But they they sell because people yeah. see it as a quick, inexpensive fix. But it doesn't. They don't work. The other properly. thing is in North Carolina, we don't get rain for a week. Then we get enough rain mm-hmm. to last us a month, mm-hmm. and it comes down in an hour and a half. Yep, and it comes consistent consistently hard for an hour and a half. And that's a lot of moisture. So let me give you a quick example going to what we were just talking about. And no. we'll take a break. Yeah, you go so, ahead. So this is a house, and we'll go to the – so went out to a house that was just built. I mean literally built two weeks ago. Yes. Maybe three weeks ago. So she calls us out. She moves in. Hadn't got everything out of her boxes. And she's got gutters. And she's on a slab. Uh-huh, yeah. But the slab is raised off the ground about six inches, which is good. All right. But – She's got water issues already. She's got gutters in just portions of the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the builder didn't put gutters on the front top, and they didn't put them around the back of the house. And and she also so we did that for. Yeah. And we're also installing PVC piping under the ground to right. the back ravine to get all this water away. Uh huh. Because she's got it ruining her flower beds, and she's concerned about the slab. So she's very smart in addressing all this right when she moved in. Right. Uh, a lot of the houses around her are still being built and don't have this. And in fact, her neighbor just called me the other day yeah. and he wants to address it. But this is the kind of thing that's going on with, with not putting gutters up. And she was smart to recognize that controlling the water is very important for the structure. We'll talk more about gutters and anything you want to ask about that has to do with your home. 919-860-9783. Tim Ferruzzi. With Handy Helpers and Highland Residential Roofing, I'm Dave Alexander with Making Your Home Great, News Radio 680 WPTF.
News Radio 680 WPTF. Telephone number 919-860-9783. The show is called Making Your Home Great. The quickest AccuWeather forecast I can give you. A chance of a thunderstorm this afternoon and tomorrow. High today near 93, overnight low 72, and tomorrow about 88. Right now it's 91 with a real feel of 94. News Radio 680, WPTF, Dave Alexander, and of course Tim Ferruzzi, Handy Helpers, Highland Residential Roofing, and Larry in Raleigh. Hi, Larry. Oh, hi, guys. What's up? Appreciate you. Hey, Larry. Good work. Yeah, you got a plumbing question today, yes, sir? I've got a relatively new home. It's only three and a half years old, but the kitchen sink uh, has always flowed very slowly for outflow of water. Yeah. And I had the guys come in uh, one time when the house was still under, you know, new new home warranty, and they said everything was fine, but it's it's uh, act like it's <laughs> plugged. If you have both both bowls full, it's a, du- a dual sink, dual bowl sink mm-hmm. in the kitchen. Uh, one will drain, and the other one just stays like it won't. And I've tossed it out, you know, as far as there's no, it doesn't appear to be plugged or anything. It just appears to be, I, uh, the original construction is odd. I don't know. Got any questions or uh, any suggestions? Well, you, do you have a garbage disposal? No, I do not. Okay. Um, when I think of that, when you say that to me, it was a brand new house and it started early on, I guess? Yes. It, it, it reminds me of a ventilation issue. Um, you know the pipes that stick out of your roof? Sure. Those are... Uh, if yeah, you, the vents. Yeah. yeah, if you take an example like a, a, a can of soup or something and you're trying to open it with a little can like or tomato soup and you open it with the old can opener on one side, a little hole in it, mm-hmm. and you try to pour it out, it pours out real slow, but if you pop one on the other side, it goes fast when you try to pour it. That's what those things on the roof are. It is basically helps with the equilibrium of the plumbing system for the flow of the drains. So it sounds to me... That maybe uh, there's a sometimes they use these things called Studer vents. It's a mechanical vent that might be under the sink or in the wall. Those things go bad, um, or maybe the pipe has got some kind of clog in it, or uh, maybe it has the wrong angle. I went to a house years ago, and um, the fellow when he would flush his toilet, um, he would get the gurgling back. So I went up in his attic and I followed the vent line, and his vent line. That went out the roof was actually instead of angled upward, it would angle. It was angled downward. So what happened is that when it rained outside, it filled up that you know water did get inside the pipe as it would to some degree, and it created a a um, uh, a separation so air could not flow because it was filled with water. So we just had to raise it up and and stabilize it. But it sounds to me like a ventilation issue first okay. off. Uh, if it's not a ventilation issue of any kind, being either the Studer vent or or some kind of issue like I just described, uh, then you know it might be uh, when they were doing the original construction, the tile guys or the drywall guys uh, inadvertently threw some stuff down in the drain. You, you might want to get a camera down there. Ooh, but uh, okay. you're under warranty, right? Uh, no, not anymore. No. Okay. Um, I thought most new houses had 10-year warranties. Well, but- well, I'll have to check. Okay, good. All check. right, because what happens, Larry, is that initial visit, right. if they can talk you out of it and make you happy, like, oh, yeah, all sinks work like that now, and then they walk away, chances are you're never going to call them again. Isn't that true? That's well, true, yeah. Yeah, but I would 
I would think that you would call the builder if it started out from day one. If you're still having right. the same issue, that's a builder problem, and that should be resolved for as much as you paid for the house. Okay. Right. All right. Yep. That's good. Yep. I have another question for you, too. As, uh, I've never been on a septic system before, and there, we've got a septic system. It's a pump system. Mm-hmm. It goes out in the woods behind our house. Mm-hmm. It's around mm-hmm. a sloping lot. A lot of foliage is starting to grow up around the drain field. Uh-huh. Do I need to keep that clear, like of small trees and stuff? Um, I, I would think so. You don't, I don't think you, I'm not a septic tank guy, yeah. but, uh, I, I don't think you want roots growing, big roots like that growing in it, but I'm not a hundred percent. It might actually help. Larry, Larry, is it over the tank? No, no it's, so it's the over the, uh, the, uh, the field. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know the answer on that. I don't think that I don't think there's a requirement to just be grass over it. I think it's allowed to be vegetation. You know, that's all okay. a biological process. So, sure. What worries me about the roots, as probably you're thinking, is that they might go down and start creating some kind of a clog or something. I'm not yeah. sure on that. You'll have to call a septic tank guy and ask them. On that. All right, I will do that. Yes, sir. All right, appreciate it, guys. Yep, thank yep. you very much. Take care, Keep cool. Larry. Thank you very much. Irma Bombeck, the humorist, wrote a story or a book called The Grass is Always Greener Over the Septic Tank. Mm-hmm. Larry can't help but the fact that over that leach field mm-hmm. is has the greatest fertilizer yep. anywhere on his property. Mm-hmm. And that's where the trees are going to grow, and yeah. that's where this stuff yeah. is going to grow. Uh, but thank you, Raleigh for, or uh, Larry from Raleigh, for calling in. Telephone number 919 860 9783-919-860-9783. You know who else he could call? He could call the health department and ask yeah. about that, the drain field issue. They could answer it real quick. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Thank you, Larry. Um, this week's show, obviously, we're talking about gutters. Next week, it is preventative maintenance on your house. And the following week, crawl spaces. We also have a couple of guests coming in over the next couple of weeks. Brent Taylor of OC Taylor smart exterior solutions next week and then the following week it's josh Payne of the shed depot and and they'll be on the second hour they'll be on the second hour and here's the funny thing i really thought talking sheds would be a short thing Uh and sheds to me you know i come from a long line of people who take whatever wood they've got left over Uh and build a shed Uh that's apparently not what josh does he builds sheds that look like your house, yeah. which in some communities they require. They do that in, require that in my community. Mm-hmm. That if you have, uh, you know, siding, you know, vinyl siding, your and it was white. You must have a white vinyl sided shed, mm-hmm. or at least it should look like it. Or like most of the people in my neighborhood. Hide it behind the house. Yeah, we've come a long ways. I remember 30 years ago when I was in college and I started this business. Yeah. I had to, my stuff was accumulating. I was in a rental house. Yeah. And so I started having equipment and excess materials and things. So um, I took extra pieces of uh, pa- extra pallets yeah. and built like a little lean-to that was about five foot tall, four foot deep, yeah, oh, yeah. 20 feet long. And uh, yep. that was my shed. Yep. Good for <laughs> you. you. Know? My, you know, and there are not, there are a lot of sheds in this area, even stuck behind people's houses that the neighbors don't see, mm-hmm. that are pallet wood mm-hmm. or whatever they had. You know, I'm Mr. Cull guy yep. at the uh, at the Home Depot and the Lowe's. 
they see me headed for the for the destroyed wood or the bent two by fours. I had all sorts of things in my backyard that were built out of. Well, with all the homeowners that associations up here nowadays, you can't do those things yeah, much I anymore. <laughs> we have a. Uh, it's funny we have no homeowners association, but we do have a covenant. So there's a set of rules. Unfortunately, the set of rules varies from person to person. We all got a different set of rules. It's rare. I mean, yeah, I've never seen so many homeowner associations in my life in, than in Wake County in this area. Yeah, yeah, and and zoning people who enforce oh, yeah. certain things that I didn't. They're getting strict. I didn't know I couldn't have chickens. Yep. Uh, you know, I had a couple of chickens, and chickens are like potato chips. You just can't have one. Do you actually save money with the eggs? I love the eggs. No, you don't it's save money. It's just a taste thing. It's, it's a taste thing. It's a natural thing. You you get a better egg. Better be- than the organic in the cage. Absolutely. Well, no, but you get essentially the same thing yeah. as that. And they're yours, I guess. And they're mine, and, they're, and they, like you know, they work, greet though. me. Yeah. I will tell to anybody who wants to talk about chickens someday, uh, call in, we'll talk. Uh, chickens are fine. They're fun. A couple of them are nice. The problem with chickens is the chicken manure, when wet, is the worst thing in the world. Okay? Go to a chicken processing plant or a place where they have 10,000 chickens and just drive by. I drove by one in Siler City. Ha, ha, ha. I didn't want that in my backyard at a certain point. Uh, We're talking about your home, making your home great. Next hour, it's yours. Call us up. News Radio 680 WPTF. News Radio 680 WPTF. This is making your home great. 919-860-9783. 919-860-9783. Got a question about gutters? Got a question about anything else that's on your home, under your home, above your home? Go ahead, call us. We don't do trees, do we? You don't do trees, do you? No. All right. If it's in the house, uh, will you look at my deck? Yes. All right, good. Uh, telephone number 919-860-9783. Call us up. We'll get you on the radio. We'll solve whatever problems you have. Uh, many thanks last week to uh, Timothy Johnson of Johnson Pressure Wash, who was on at this time uh, last week. We can't have him in anymore because he broke my hand. Sometimes you meet somebody who shakes your hand, and you, you just say, there's a fellow who knows how to shake a hand. There's a guy who knows how to work. That's it. He does. He does. So if you've got, you know, Timothy Johnson of Johnson Pressure Wash is a fellow to call if you happen to need that done. And he is invited back. That's, he is. So that's, I'm that's just kidding. Joke, yeah. He knows that. <laughs> uh, Brent from O.C. Taylor Smart Exterior Solutions next week while we're talking about preventative maintenance. And the following week, our topic is crawl spaces, and then Josh Payne of the Shed Depot uh, with us. But we're still wrapping up about gutters. What's the fallout if my gutters are off the house and, and I don't replace them or they never put gutters on? Well, let's, let's assume you have a crawl space, which most people do. Okay, I so do. So you're going to get a lot of water under your house. Yes. Um, but you're also going to get uh, – and we'll talk about that in a second. You're going to get a lot of damage in your landscaping, so you uh-huh. can see that run of of where the water drops and and hits your grass and uh, hits your deck. 
and yeah, it leaves yeah. that line. And it, it creates starts, a gully. Starts, starts digging it out, and right. also the brick, the damage it does to the mortar and the brick itself and the driveway, mm-hmm. and where you start seeing the, the, the aggregate and the driveway, the rocks and the, yeah. the concrete. So those are the fun things that happen with just not having gutters, you know, aesthetically. Right. Well, then the water goes under the house. Yes. Well, when water goes under the house, uh, that means that your air conditioner is having to work a lot harder. Right. Because what's under the house, a percentage of it is inside your house uh, air-wise as right. far as moisture. Uh, the biggest thing is the structural damage under the house because you want to keep your moisture content uh, below 20% in the wood. Right. So, uh, and we have moisture readers ourselves, but if you were to take a, a reading in the wood under right. your house, you never want it above 19%, and preferably you'd like to have it in the 14 to 17% range. Now, the furniture in your house yes. is going to have a reading of about 8 to 12%, I think 8 to 10%. Yeah. So, moisture in wood is normal. Well, under your house, once you start going above 20% or 19%, 20% and above, you get dry rot. Okay. So that's just the moisture in the air that's absorbing into the wood. And then, of course, you've got now that fosters all kinds of uh, bio type of material, uh, things that decide to eat it, whether it be termites, mold, all of it, algae, lichen, all of it. Is mold always black? No, mold is lots of different colors. It's okay. Black, green, brown, white, uh, different variants. I can't really tell if I just reach up and touch a piece of wood under my house that, that it's got a high moisture content unless I, I pull my hand away and it's slick. Well, I mean, uh, I, I yeah, mean sh- you, if you don't have gutters and you mm-hmm. have a crawl space, um, you probably have too much moisture under your house. That's kind okay. of a given right off the off – the, off the, but there's some other variables that play into that. Yeah. But that's a given uh, in most cases. And then if you've got trees, you're, um, when, when it rains, if you see water kind of dripping off the curb, going into the street kind of slowly, where yeah. you just, that's, that's a scenario that you're in a wetter environment. You know, in a lot of the houses in Wake County, we're in a wet environment you yeah. know, with the clay. So the water just doesn't seep through as quick. So we have a lot of water. You walk through your yard, you start – so if you have issues like that, yeah. you've got moisture under your house. And, and that's why you need to have gutters and try to get it to certain places. Ed in Apex, thank you very much for calling Making Your Home Great on News Radio 680 WPTF. What's going on, Ed? Oh, hey, how you doing? Hey, good. Um, I have a question. If, if uh, maybe you would know somebody or have some ideas on getting a sketch, some sketches or design on a deck. Yeah, we, we can do that. Uh, you know, we don't do a ton of decks, but we do do decks. Uh, what we found, and we mentioned this on a previous show, is, uh, you know, homeowners like to get out there and build decks on occasion. Um, so, you know, that's one reason why we don't do a ton of them. But we'd be happy to come out and take a look at it for you, and we can draw you something up and take your ideas and create something for you and, and give you an estimate. How big do you want your deck, Ed? Um, well, it's it's a the deck there now is small and it's about eight feet off the ground. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like to get a multi-level deck that kind of goes around the house uh, to a couple of sides. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. yeah, I'd be happy to do that. And there's other other guys that do that kind of thing as well. But uh, be happy to come out and take a look at that if you just email us or call us. Ed, do you have a pencil handy? Um, let's see. Yeah, I sure do. All right. I just don't have anything. Right the uh, telephone number for okay. Tim Ferruzzi is 919-676-5969. Now, you can also go to handyhelpers.com. Right. If you want to go on the web to handyhelpers.com, he can you can punch in a you know contact you can email us right through there. Yeah. Right. Uh, and you can also take a look at the work that he does. So it's soup to nuts for this company, uh, Handy Helpers. All right. If, if we don't know how to do it, we'll tell you. But the kind of deck you're you're describing is not a homeowner project, eight feet off the ground and wrapping around and multi level. That's you'd be a, a very um, ambitious homeowner to try a project like that in most cases. Eddie, are you building onto the next deck, or are you building a second deck at a different level with a with a set of steps? Well, actually, what I have now is kind of like a stoop back there with steps. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, down about eight feet down, and then that's just it's time for it to go. We're taking it <laughs> off and starting fresh with multi level. Yep, looking good. All right, sounds good, Ed. Okay, I'll get with you. All yes, right. sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know what happens? I, I I do the same thing that Ed's doing right now. I look at the deck that I have, which is it's sixteen mm-hmm. feet wide, and it's off the sliding door, so it's sixteen feet, and it's I don't know. Uh, I counted, it was like 16 boards, 16 boards out. So it's a decent-sized thing. Mm-hmm. I want my kingdom out there. Mm-hmm. I want my cooking area. I want more, whatever it is. I want shade. Yep. I want to be able to sit and read a book. I want my kingdom, in part because the house isn't. Well, you know, it's outdoor living. And yeah. one, of the, one of the things I did to my house that I really like uh-huh. is I built a 30-by-8-foot front porch uh-huh. in my home. Yeah. And uh, we did a flat roof with a nice rail system above it mm-hmm. and a rail system at the, you know, on, a, on a suspended slab. Yeah. And um, we've got the bushes growing around it and interweaved into the rails, and it's very private. So we can walk out our front door and just sit on the front porch and not worry about uh, privacy. Right. And uh, it's beautiful out there. It's like it's like another living room. Well, there you go. Uh, people so want decks, that. decks, or you know, we, they do, we do want that. We just don't want that when it's ninety-eight degrees. Yeah. Well, you All might. Right. It might be nice to go out there for about ten minutes and get a little piece of it and go back in. That's good. All right. <laughs> Telephone number nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. Call us and ask Tim a question. Uh, Tim will be impressed slightly. To find out I was underneath my house this past week. Oh, yes, I was. I was underneath my house a story and a half. Never doing that again. Did you have a mask on? No, I didn't have a mask on. But I'll tell you what, it was no, it was not pleasant. Uh, 919-860-9783 is our number. Making your home great. News Radio 680 WPTF. News Radio 680 WPTF, making your home great. The AccuWeather forecast calls for a possibility of some thunderstorms. We're about at the warmest we're going to be with a high today of 93 and the overnight low 72. A thunderstorm or spots or some thunderstorm or two, 
And then for tomorrow, similar forecast with a high near 88. It's 92 with a real feel 100, slightly higher in your car. Just trust me on this. Uh, Dave Alexander, along with Tim Ferruzzi of Handy Helpers and Highland Residential Roofing, websites handyhelpers.com and highlandroofingnc.com on making your home great. Dave in Rollsville, thanks a lot for the call. What do you have? Yeah, sure. I appreciate you guys taking the time to take my call. Oh, you're um, my in-laws um, just recently purchased a home here, uh, moving over uh, from Rocky Mountain, and we're excited to have them close by. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, the, the home has a very strong um, smell due to Glade plugins that the previous homeowners used. Yeah. And that's, um, that's something that we've, um, I guess my, my mother-in-law and my wife both share kind of a sensitivity to those chemical-type smells. And we're really struggling to figure out how to get the smell out of the house. We've pulled up the carpet and have new carpet on order, uh, started to paint the walls, but nothing seems to be knocking that smell down. And I didn't know if you guys had run into this before and had any thoughts. Wow. I've, I've, never, never, I've never heard I've heard of the opposite type of smell being you know bad things but uh obviously this is in that case but um so have you uh i mean it's just in the hallway the smell no i mean it's in the hall mainly in the downstairs the the previous homeowners didn't go upstairs much so Mm -hmm. i don't think they had um those plug-in type thing they didn't care as much about the smell upstairs but it's throughout the whole downstairs i would think it's going to be a matter of uh replacing uh, possibly all the carpet and padding that you talked about, as well as uh, priming and painting uh, the whole okay. downstairs, including the ceilings. Um, and okay. I would think it might be as simple as that, which is a major project, but I, I, w- I would think that would, would definitely get you in the right direction. You know, there are cans okay. of things that have always, they they're kind of industrial. I, I, I don't know a brand name, but, you know, your problem may be that with chemical and not so much insensitivity or sensitivity that anything you spray might actually be as noxious as what you're getting rid of. Yeah, that's what we're we're struggling with because I know they make like orange glow and kind of these degreaser type things for cleaning and we're also concerned about the residual smell of that. My wife would put, if she was complaining about Glade plug-in smell, she would put votive candles everywhere. Okay, I know this from because that's what she does. Mm-hmm. She buys smelly candles. But I don't think that that eliminates the problem. Right. I don't know. I, the yeah. internet, uh, Dave, the internet says simmer vinegar, and then your house will smell like vinegar. Well, I do know that if you, if you, a cigarette issues, yeah. if you use cups of vinegar in various places that it does a pretty good job i don't know if it'll work on this but you can try it good luck to you dave thank you okay take care Dave. i appreciate it listen dave when the smell is gone call us and tell us what you did all righty we want the answer to this thank you okay wayne and timberlake welcome to the program you're talking about a crawl space uh, yes, sir. I was wanting to get y'all's opinion on like you know if you get the crawl space sealed how is it going to be 10 years, 15 years from now? I mean, can, you know, that wherever they put that plastic stuff together, if right. it becomes unsealed, then you got a problem, you know. 
Now, I was just wondering how it's going to hold up. Yeah, I think uh, everything is going to need maintenance to some degree, but uh, I would think you'd get more than 10 years. I would th- say maybe in the 15, 20-year mark, you'll have to come in and and uh, and redo the seams and, and, and the caulking and things. So um, right. the plastic itself should be there for, you know, 100 years. Yeah. Uh, the well, thickness yeah. it is. But you'll, you'll, and it's probably a good idea at the two-year mark to go in and just make sure that everything's still sealing up, that it's still caulked around the piers and the foundation, and then at yeah. that point, maybe every five years, just check on it. Well, uh, what meal plastic do they use and what's sufficient? Uh, it's, it varies. Uh, I think the majority of them are 10 mil and above. Oh, yeah. Yep. You know, a standard vapor barrier is about 6 mil, but I believe uh, most dry sealed crawl spaces are 10 mils and above. Yeah, what I was curious, you know, a while back, a long time ago, a while ago, we used to put styrofoam on the foundation, mm-hmm. insulation, mm-hmm. and then they found out that it, the air was getting behind moisture behind it mm-hmm. and going up to your floor joints. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's why I was wondering, this, you know, is this going to have some of the same effect deal as that did? <laughs> Well, no, but again, you still have to maintain it. It still has to be checked on. So I've gone under some um, that some of the caulking was coming loose around the piers and the foundation. And so you you do have to have that checked uh, after it's installed within a year or two just to make sure things are tidy. Oh, yeah. And Wayne and Tim are talking about a seal that is, we've called called it an upside-down shower cap right is this what we're talking about we're talking about a a plastic barrier but it's got to be as tim just alluded to it's got to be attached to the foundation a couple inches up am i right tim Mm -hmm. is this how it further up yeah right a few 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 inches off the ground a few feet few feet off the ground Mm -hmm. okay and attached to the foundation and it prevent it, it much better than what ray was talking about with foam with well what he was describing on the foam was yeah um i think he was describing um was that on the foundation ray that you were talking about that yeah but they just glued it on the foundation yeah 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 mm-hmm. with with a dry sealed crawl space or or, or independently oh uh, no independent yeah yeah this was before that dry before sealed. that came out right right yeah because mm-hmm. there was still too much moisture to deal right. with it yep. <laughs> yeah Wayne, thank you very much. Okay, brother. And if I called you Ray, it wasn't an insult. Oh, Uh, Oh, it's okay. No, I'm looking at my computer. I see a Ray who's waiting. Thank you, Wayne. I appreciate it. All right. News Radio 680 WPTF. This is Making Your Home Great. Call us at 919-860-9783. I'll slow that down. 919-860-9783. And Ray in Raleigh, thinks he's got a solution for the Glade plug-in smelly house issue. Hi, Ray. Hey, Trader Dave. I'm, I'm doing great. <laughs> uh, What's up? You you brought to mind something when you mentioned vinegar before. Yes. And uh, uh, we had a situation where we had some stuff in storage for about a year and a half and it picked up the mildew smell. Yes. Uh, and I did some research on it and found out that uh, if you take uh, white vinegar and dilute it 50% with water uh-huh. and spray it, uh, that you do have the vinegar smell, which is what you mentioned. Yeah. But when the vinegar dries, the smell dissipates. Mm-hmm. 
and it got rid of the uh, mildew at the same time. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm wondering if that might possibly do the trick for the guy. You know, a little bit of a vinegar smell on the wall for a little while, because it's never going to stay, right? It's not going to stay in the house. No, it didn't stay at all. It's it worth a all. try. Well, we use vinegar on our floor on our hardwoods, which I know the floor guy John Rayford yeah. doesn't recommend, but we do it, you know, very dry. But my wife likes the vinegar because it's uh-huh. a disinfectant, and uh, well, it does go away. It's a fifty-fifty mix of water, and and you have to get one of these uh, uh, lawn sprayers, uh, sure, you know, the, the pump-up types, and yeah. spray it on that way, mm-hmm. and that way you get a, a good uh, dispersion all over the place. Yep. Ray, thank you very much. Take care of yourself. Appreciate that. Hey. All right. Take care. Mark in Apex, welcome to the show. You you think you may have a, a solution to the smelly house issue uh, that Dave right. called about. I had um, some draperies that I had made. They had an odd smell to them. Yes. And I, re- I rented a machine that was called an ozonator. All right. It's been a while. I think I rented it at United Rentals. And you just put it in a space, and it takes all the odors out. Even when those people get new carpet, the new carpet is going to have some odor. Yeah. They, they might wait till they get their new carpet and then rent this machine, and it, it works wonderful. What is now, the chemical that they put down? It's or? not a chemical. It's, a, it's just a machine. Yeah. It uses, it's an oxygen type of... It's called, oh. it's called an ozonator. Yeah. Ozonator. You're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. No, you're yeah. right. I understand this. And that did a wonderful job. Yeah, they use that a lot in, in restoration, yeah. like fire restorations right. and yeah. things like that. Yeah. Did we get yeah. your name right? Marge, M-A-R-G-E. No. Marge. 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 All right. Marge okay. in Apex. Thank you yeah. very much. Ozonator. Ozonator. That's right. great. All right. Thanks a lot, Marge. Uh-huh. You're welcome. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Huh, that makes sense. I'm going to ask Ronald and Raleigh to hang on because if we got Ronald on, we'd, we'd just have to rush things. AccuWeather forecast is coming up next week. Brent from OC Taylor, Smart Exterior Solutions, and the next half hour of this show should include you. Yes, as a listener, but maybe participate. Pick up the phone. Call us. 919-860-9783. 919-860-9783. We are just minutes away from the last half hour of the show invite you to join us myself dave alexander tim ferruzzi from handy helpers and highland residential roofing on news radio 680 wptf news radio 680 wptf making your home great i'm dave alexander tim ferruzzi from handy helpers and highland residential roofing those websites are handyhelpers.com and highlandroofingnc.com you could call tim at 919-676-5969 to talk to him, you know, as soon as he gets back to you on the line about doing some work. Or you could call him for advice and to ask about work. 919-860-9783. Ronald in Raleigh has got a possible solution for that uh, smelly issue that has to that uh, Dave brought up. That somebody filled a house with the smell of gr- Glade plugins. Ronald, what do you think? Yes, sir. I've been doing uh, apartment maintenance and working on homes for over 40 years. Yes. And uh, we normally use cat litter. Yeah. What do you do with it? You just put it in trays 
little small trays and spread it throughout the area. Yeah, and can't litter with, can't litter with absorb almost any odor. And do you think that we're talking? You leave it for days or is it weeks? Uh, you probably leave it for a week and then probably absorb all that odor. A tray full of cat litter will yeah, eat up a, sep- a couple of trays. In couple the area, of trays. You know, three or four trays in the area that's affected. That's and an idea. And, mo- and normally it will absorb all of that odor. I like it. Ronald, thank you. Yes, sir. Excellent. All right. Take care of yourself. Keep listening. Tell your neighbors about us, okay? Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. Take care, Ronald. Take care. News Radio 680 WPTF, making your home great. Uh, Harry in Raleigh's got a crawl space issue. I may never get to my phone call or to my, I call it a phone call, my issue that I, that actually caused me to crawl underneath the house. I don't like crawling underneath the house. I don't mind telling you that, Okay. There could be things under the house, and apparently there were this week, and I had to get underneath. I had to do real work. Harry and Raleigh, how you doing? Yes, sir. Fine. How about yourself? You also have a crawl space question. I do. Uh, crawl space is on the slope, the house is, and uh, when you're towards the back of the house, it's high enough to where you could actually reach up to touch the uh, floor joist. When you're towards the front of the house, you can still sort of squat walk. At no point do you have to actually crawl, per se. Yeah. So I'm blessed with room to move, if you will. But I have a vapor barrier under there, although it's probably piecemealed under there. And hopefully, maybe one day in the future, I'm going to pull it all out and just put one, you know, solid, brand new vapor barrier. My question is this I have a box fan that I have suspended hanging from the floor joist. Yeah. About three feet off the ground. And I'm assuming it's good to have some air movement under there. I have the the vents all the way around the house sealed completely. Your thoughts? Yeah, yeah. the the yeah ventilation is always good. Having air move, uh, whether you have, uh, I mean, so you're saying all your all your foundation vents are, are blocked. Correct. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I think it's okay to have the fan running under there. I mean, again, the movement of air is always good. I've got some warehouses that uh, I keep fans, box mm-hmm. fans, just moving the air around just because, you know, if the air is stagnant, then you have uh, more problems with uh, bioaerosols. So, yeah, that's a good thing. And it but, seemed that when I had the vents open before I had the fan under there, mm-hmm. there was moisture accumulating everywhere. And, of course, then the woodworms come to life and everything just kind of goes downhill. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, again, it's not really a dehumidifier that you're using. You're just moving the air around, and I think that's I think that's fine. That's better than not having the air move around. Okay. My non-scientific, non-construction related question, because I have no mm-hmm. experience in this area. Mm-hmm. If he has a certain amount of moisture and he's got a fan moving around, that same certain amount of moisture is there if the vents are blocked off. Am I totally wrong on that? No, probably not. But. With the vents closed, I'm yes. not getting the humidity of this North Carolina air under there. Okay. All right. That's yeah, fine. I, I mean, I think what you've done is not a bad thing. Thank you, sir. I think, Actually, it's, a st- I think it's a step in the right direction. And I g- agree, Harry. I'm the kind of guy who's thinking, why don't we all have some sort of environmental system underneath our house, even those of us who have simple houses? Yeah. Um, you know, and I'm talking about myself, not yours, Harry. I'm saying, why don't we have some sort of air moving system built in if moisture is an issue yeah well 
again, why aren't gutters put on brand new houses? It's a right. cost thing that, and we're we're gaining more and more knowledge in right. their area of of crawl spaces. Right. So the builders are getting more involved in those types of things. The good builders are. Harry, thanks a lot. Be safe. Appreciate your phone call. All right, my story. Let me give the number here. Talk to Tim, 919-860-9783, 919-860-9783. I don't want to consider, I don't want people thinking I'm a complete wimp about this. When the dryer vent hose blew itself out mm-hmm. six to eight years ago, I went right underneath the house. I went, you know, I did the whole thing myself. Which I have to admit, one person shouldn't do that because there's a lot of up and down, up and down, you know, in the crawl space, mm-hmm. then out. All right. Thus, I have called my house a simple house. It is behind the dryer, they cut out a circular, but not quite perfectly circular, hole. Mm-hmm. They actually had the flooring down first and then they cut it. And I can tell that it was done by something like a. Handheld jigsaw. I've forgotten mm-hmm. the name of the. Mm-hmm. But anyway, all right. So there's that hole. They ran through this soft aluminum. Looks like a slinky with, with really lightweight mm-hmm. metal stuff around it. Mm-hmm. Okay, aluminum foil. Yep. All right. That blew out eight years ago. We're, it's time to do it again. Went through. This thing absolutely tore itself to pieces in the did eight years. Did you go back with another aluminum one or yeah, a we did. plastic one? Okay. We, with the reason we couldn't go through with the solid pipe was because of the HVAC system. There was no straight run. Well, there, there might be a straight run if you're willing to go far enough with it. That was the other question, and and I've got people calling in about other things, and I want their – they're more important than I am. Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing. The dryer is roughly in the center of the house. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know how, it's one, it's like 20 feet from the side of the house. Instead of going str- 20 feet with no obstruction to the side of the house mm-hmm. to vent the dryer, they went 25 feet to the back of the house and they looped it around HVAC up and down and up and down. And that's your problem. That's my problem. What I did at my house is I used a Schedule 40 PVC. Right. That way I don't have all the little grooves and ups and downs. You got it. And I've right. done that in many other homes as well. It's a, it's a more expensive process, but it's it's more durable. It'll never have to be done. And when you need to clean it out, you just pour a little bit of water down there and it sweeps it right out. All right. Dick in Raleigh has got a gutter guard recommendation or he wants one. How you doing, Dick? I'm uh, doing pretty good. Good. What's up? Well, uh, got a house with about 300 pieces of proof, right. about 300 linear feet of gutters, right? And pine trees everywhere, and uh, gum, sweet gums. Uh, just wondered, uh, good recommendation for a gutter guard. Well, we we do gutter guards. Uh, we install two products. One called SureFlow, S H U R dash F L O. And uh, it's aluminum, and it's got perforations or holes in it. It sits flat into the gutter. It's screwed in, and um, it's a good product. And we also Is install it like a screen. No, it's just aluminum. It's no screen. It's a it's a rigid aluminum, probably an O three two gauge with holes in it. And what what, what uh, how does it work? Well, it sits flat. So what happens is it just stops stuff from going in your gutters. 
but it sits flat, so it's still a, it's still uh, it still has to be cleaned off. Um, it just stops okay. your gutters from getting clogged, so you'll still need okay. to maintain it. You'll any gutter guard you get, um, I don't care what they say, still needs to be maintained. Um, you still have to get up there and hose it off, clear off the stuff off the top of it, even with the the gutter helmet. Less a little bit less with that product, uh, which is you know the gutters built in with that together. Uh, mm-hmm. In most cases, uh, the other product that we sell is um, uh, the waterfall, which is a vinyl product. It's not aluminum, and it actually sit tucks under your shingle and clips into the front of the um, gutter on the inside. And it's got an angle on it, and it's got two areas for the water to run back in. Uh, it works very well as well as, as well. It it actually costs more um, to install and for the product. Uh, that's what I have on, on my home. I like that product. It still has to be cleaned out, though. You still got to get up there with a hose and, and spray it out uh, once a year to make sure the grooves don't get clogged up. And, of course, you right. still need to clean off the tops of your gutter guard at least a couple times a year. But Do you have any experience with this micro screen? I think uh, Leaf Guard is one of the brand names for that. Yeah, um, I've had to, I had a house um, in downtown Raleigh where I had to actually take that product off because it was causing a lot of problems for the for the homeowner. So that was one particular case that I saw that it didn't work. Um, what was the problem? It, well, it just was. It's it was. It, I mean, think about it, all the stuff coming off the top of your roof and off the trees. Right. So if you've got this fine mesh screen. Uh, kind of like this microphone I'm looking at, mm-hmm. it's going to get clogged up yeah. quicker. And um, to me, that that product doesn't work as well. But I know there's people, the guys that sell it, that swear by it, and hopefully they won't <laughs> kick my butt for saying it. But I'm, I'm not a yeah. believer in that product. But that doesn't mean that it doesn't work. But I did find a scenario where the gentleman had spent $3,000 putting this on his house, and he was upset that two years later we had to take all that stuff off Right. And um, replace some fascia board along with it, and take down gutter, and redo a bunch of work because of it. So whatever that's worth. Dick, thank you very much. Well, that doesn't sound like a good answer here. I don't, well, everything seems to have problems. So. Well, you got to maintain everything. You can't. Nothing's yeah. a sure. You know where you just do it and you leave it. I mean, you've always got to get up there and do some cleaning and right. Right. and. All right, Dick. Thanks a lot. Thank you for your feedback. Appreciate it. All right. Bye. Got to take Betty, and then we'll take a break. Betty and Raleigh, you have a possible solution for our smelly home scenario. Yes, I do. What is it? And it's just as simple as one, two, three. Yeah, what is it? Baking soda. Baking soda. Okay. Baking soda. You know how people put put baking soda in the refrigerator. Yeah. Yeah. Baking soda absorbs uh, odors. Yes. And just put it in trays. I would, wouldn't say aluminum or anything like that. It may be plastic or just regular. Put it in uh, little trays or little, little lids or something yeah. in different places. It will absorb that uh, odor. Mm-hmm. And the the idea that the house smells because Glade plugins yes. were used for many years. You yes. think that'll still work? I do. You do. Yes. Betty, I'm grateful for your phone call. Thank and you. Even, and even if they have to put a box in wherever the smell is worse, just put a box of baking soda in the room. It will absorb the soda. I there, mean, the odor. The, you know, we go through trends in home 
you know, maintenance and home. It's a, at one point, they say, oh, there's lemon in everything now, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And we went through something a few years back where you could sprinkle this stuff that was stinky and it had baking soda in it. Mm-hmm. And you spray it, you, you, you shake it onto your carpet and then you vacuum it up. Mm-hmm. So I think you're on the right track. Betty, yeah. thank you. <laughs> you're quite welcome. And this is just baking soda by itself. All right. Thank that's, you, Betty. That's old You're school. You're welcome. Uh, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Baking soda, vinegar, that's all old school baking stuff soda. that works, though. Right. Keep the baking soda away from the vinegar. That's the only thing I can tell yeah, you. Uh, yeah, well, I don't think you should mix those two. Don't mix them, but those are the two options. 919-860-9783, News Radio 680, WPTF. Last segment here on the show, and we've got Ray in Nashville who figures he's got a... Uh, well, he's going to ask about gutter guards again. We are going to get some some thought about this gutter guard topic in the next couple of minutes. News Radio 680 WPTF, making your home great. WPTF News Radio 680 WPTF Dearly beloved, here is the AccuWeather forecast. Partly cloudy in 93. Overnight low 72. Chance of a thunderstorm Today, tonight, and Sunday, especially Sunday afternoon, and a high tomorrow with partly cloudy skies, 88 degrees. Right now, 92, real feel 100, News Radio 680 to WPTF, and the uh, last little bit of making your home great on a Saturday. Ray in Nashville. How you doing, Ray? <clears throat> doing good. How you all doing? You got a question or you, you know something about the gutter guard system? No, just got a question. Yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> I've looked at those uh, gutter guard systems, and uh-huh. uh, uh, I live where I have huge pine trees. I, I mean, the airplanes have to dodge them. They're really large. <laughs> and uh, I, I was, <clears throat> and I'm always forever and until I die, be doing something with them. But anyway, it seems like to me, all those products are out there. It seems like the pine needles will go right through these different holes and systems they have. And it seems like I'd have to dismantle the product just to just to do the general maintenance. I, I felt like I'd be worse off. I don't know. Anybody ever dealt with pine needles excessively with uh, gutters and guards? Well, yeah. The the I've got sixty pine trees in my yard, and um, and I have the waterfall product. And you're right, pine pine needles do get stuck in them. Uh, on occasion, they'll sit on the top, and of course, with a good rain, they'll wash off. Of course, we get up there and, and knock them off. We do that probably three or four times a year. Um, the thing to do with these is get up with a water hose and a, a spray nozzle and just spray the face of it to make sure the holes stay clear. That's important. You should never have to take a gutter guard off, a good quality gutter guard off, all that as long as you're doing those things, because what's going to get in the gutter generally would just be. Uh, a slight uh, at the very bottom of the gutter would be just a film, maybe a quarter of an inch, half an inch of just sediment, and that won't stop your gutters from draining because that will usually be consistent all the way across the bottom of the gutter, and that's not an issue. Uh, the issue are the big clogs, and that's what the gutter guards are are, are trying to help with and, and, and just keeping stuff off. So the gutter guards, a good quality gutter guard will keep 80% of your stuff uh off and then some st- things will get stuck in them and you will have to take those off or they will just uh, biodegrade and fall in and become part of that sediment I described. Um, 
Now, the cheap gutter guard stuff that you buy that's in the rolls and the screens and the real uh, flexible stuff, that's not good stuff, and you will have to um, pull that out to do anything, and, and it has all kinds of issues. So I would never so, recommend that. So there's not a large uh, uh, excessive amount of those uh, pine needles acting like darts and just dropping through the no. holes and make it a dam the beavers couldn't make or nothing like that no but again you got to keep you still got to get up there and, and clean off the gutter guards uh yeah. occasionally because they'll clog up um okay but uh the holes are big enough in most of your gutter guards that that's not an issue whereas with some of the fine screen stuff you're dealing with not only pine needles but you're dealing with just all the sediments that clog that up Okay, well, that, that that sounds good. I, I get one of the premium ones that comes with a man to come out and clean them for me. <laughs> That's an idea. That's a great idea. All right, Ray in Nashville, thank you very much. Y'all have a good weekend. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah. The, um, is there a tool that somebody makes like a collapsible a stick mm-hmm. that I can reach up and I'm not a I'm not really anxious on getting mm-hmm. up on a ladder. Yeah, and is there anything? Shouldn't there be? Well, most of us have people take care of our lawns. Yeah, Let's I'm not go back uh, to that. Yeah, but they got to get up on a ladder. That's that's a premium thing. Yeah. I got to pay them to get up on a ladder. What if I just had a big? Br- I got a stick like that in the house. I get rid of the the dust from the ceiling fan. <laughs> Shouldn't I have a thirty five footer yeah. that I can? No, there's nothing. It's, it's a mental block, but you, you have to clean your gutters. Yes. Three to five times a year. And I have to get up on a ladder in which to do it. And you don't have to do it. You can hire it out. I, and you just have to decide on <laughs> you know, what you're going to do. As you're... So many people are resistant to that. It's funny how you talk yes, about that. But yes. we, we pay people to mow our yards. Yep, I do. Yeah. 30 times a year, 50 yep. times a year. Yep. But we're not going to pay somebody four times a year to clean out our gutters. I get it. I totally get and it. you should be able to get your gutters cleaned for... 125 to $300, depending on how big your house is. Okay. All right. So, it's so you're telling it's me that terrible. I got and I got to spend 125 times three. But if you, but to if five you multiplied what yeah. your gutter's not working or not yeah. having gutters on what it does under your house, the, the, the stuff you don't see, the damage, it's right. in the thousands. I've got so one more caller. Just yeah. put that caller on hold. We'll find out who it is. Hi. Who's this, please? Tim. Tim? Kim. Kim with a K. Kimberly, yeah. With from Apex. Yes, from Apex. Kim, tell us what you can in about a minute. All right. Take a small piece of some kind of mesh, about four inches. Take a rigid piece of wire yes. and weave it around the four-inch mesh. Now tack it into a 30-foot hole. Bend it backwards. Yes. And it should be able to scoop your gutters clean. So the main, what am I, I'm, I'm, what am I sending through the gutter? A piece of mesh. Piece of mesh. That has been looped with a piece of wire. With wire. Like, and, like a butterfly. Yeah, and I'm going to clean my. Net. Kim, you're absolutely right. Thank you. You solved my problem. I'm not spending a hundred and some odd dollars nine times a year. I'm just doing. (laughs) Thank you, Kim. 
All right. And for that matter, thank you, Tim Ferruzzi. Uh, call him at uh, 919-676-5969. Have him do some work for you. See you next week. See you.